G'day and welcome to Bums on the Bench. My name is Jacko and I'm joined by two new guests this week. One man is a man who will fuck anything. And the other is a man who only fucks one thing. With me is Josh and Andy. How are you, boys? Saw. <laughs> whole lot of fucking... Whole lot of fucking... Saw a tree the other day. It, um, it had a really nice opening... And as you said, I fucked anything. So quite ri- frankly, that's the most action I've gotten in about three years. <laughs> Andy, how are you? Oh, I just got a scam email. I'm just going to not not respond to that. But no, I'm all right. A oh. bit tired, a bit sore. Had to build a cupboard yesterday. How'd you go? Well, me and Renee are still in a relationship, so it must have went I well. I she took over then. No, she yelled at me a lot <laughs> and I yelled at her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> how are you, Jack? I'm not doing too bad. I just got back from a little Easter break. We have some sport to talk about, boys. We've got a little bit of the NRL, a little bit of AFL. I've got some supercars. And I can't remember if I told you or not, I made you gentlemen some trivia for this afternoon. I figured it'd be fun to see how your sport brain memories are. And outside of the trivia, I also have some questions to ask that I'm going to record and bring up at the end of the year. I'm going to get zero okay. out of ten. I just want to highlight that right now. Names and remembering things when it comes to sport is one of the worst attributes of me. Do you want to start us off with the AFL, Jack, because you're Mr. Knowledge when it comes to this? Look, I am knowledgeable by comparison only. So, AFL has been pretty good this year. It's been fantastic for me. I am a, I believe the term is a long-suffering Bombers fan. So I support Essendon Football Club. I think it's a suburb in Melbourne. I don't really care that much, though. It is. Excellent. Uh, I just wanted to run through the ladder. Look, I'm not going to break down any games or anything like that because you boys don't like this. No, I like AFL. Here's, here's the big take. I said what I said. <laughs> here's the big takeaways on, on the AFL ladder for this year. Geelong, 3-0. They're the only team that hasn't won a single game. So they're the Geelong Cats. Oh, so they're zero three. You mean no, he counts yeah. all the all the losers? Yes, yeah, zero first. three. That's the way it goes. Like everyone knows bingo, bingo, bingo. No, because like you know how everyone usually does like a golf thing. That's how Jack usually works out his standings. So the lower the points, the better they are. The better. Fair I like enough. all your justifications, but I think I'm just cross-eyed and I can't read these <laughs> columns properly. <laughs> but the point I wanted to bring out there is it's it's bad if you support feline teams this year across the world because zero wins, three losses matches the other feline category we have with the Tigers who aren't doing too well at the moment. So if you support anything cat-related, you're struggling. Yeah. Moving up. What if you're a Panthers fan? Panthers aren't a real animal. So Have you ever seen one? No, I haven't. No, then they I mean, don't exist, sorry. Leopards are real. There's no denying that. Pumas, real. I mean, they designed the shoe Le- after them. Uh, Panthers, not real. <laughs> but that's the thing. <laughs> God damn. All right. Uh, at the top of the table is St. Kilda. They are undefeated. Carlton, second. Melbourne, the D's. Third. Bombers, fourth. So I'm excited. Collingwood, fifth. Collingwood are kind of the, the rabbitos of AFL. Their supporters don't have any teeth and so no one likes Collingwood them. Collingwood out of the comp? Eddie Maguire would have something to say about oh, 100%. that. 100%. Nah. 
<laughs> uh, then you've got Adelaide, Brisbane, North Melbourne, Port Adelaide, the Bulldogs, Richmond, Fremantle, GWS, West Coast, Gold Coast, Hawthorne, and then the Cats down the bottom from Geelong. That's my AFL roundup. I watched the Demons play, and they had a very dominant performance on the weekend, especially in the midfield. So if you're not a massive AFL watcher, the, it's three-dimensional footy. You can kick and play in any direction. There's no, like, moving the ball up and down a line and a field to score. Like, the idea is to get to one end, obviously. But it was fantastic. My recommendation is, you, if you don't watch it, watch the most recent Demons game. It's a fun watch. There's my AFL catch-up, Andy. You can stop grimacing at me. The only thing fun about AFL is when the siren goes and the game's over. Because then you don't have to watch AFL anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Such a... Oh. I don't know if anyone can tell, but we've been at festivals all weekend, so we're in pretty high spirits. Pretty high spirits, pretty low brain power. Oh, look, I'm not working with much. Now, boys, I want to play trivia now because I think it's going to be a lot of fun to set the tone for this because it's going to create some arguments. The topic of trivia for today. Wait, before we get into the topic, how do you want us to play this? Do you want us to buzz in? Do you want us just to call a name? How do we distinguish who gets to answer the question? I would like to do voice-activated buzzes, and I would like mine to be la Done. But you both get to answer, because I have the answers here. Like, you can both score. You could get even. Can I always go after Andy, please? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can. The topic for this afternoon's sport-related trivia is the Olympics. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> the Olympics aren't a real sport. <laughs> no, they're You're not about all to ask me who won the gold it's, it's, medal in something, are you? He's going to ask us who won the gold medal in synchronized swimming. I couldn't even tell you who a swimmer is. Question one. Who won the gold medal? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What are the five colors of the Olympic rings? So, Josh, you got red, gold, Green, black, and blue. Andy, do you want to have a crack? Red, blue, yellow, green, and I don't know what the fifth one is. Josh is correct. That's a point to Josh. Let's go! I was literally one color off oh, then. Blue, Missed yellow, the black, point. green, and red. Cool. Technically, he point. said gold, not yellow. Yeah, but technically, the Dolphins jersey's gold. But it's <laughs> fucking yellow well, so Actually, <laughs> it's piss. It's the color of piss. Not mine. <laughs> I'm very unhydrated. You need to drink more water. Exactly. Okay. Question two. For the Tokyo Olympics. Oh, the bonus point. What do the colors represent? Uh, each of the five. It's not the continents, but it's like. Their regions, because like yes. yeah, it's supposed to represent the people in the continents they come from. Yeah, like ish. ours is ours the green or is ours the gold or the yellow? I thought we were the blue because we'd be Oceania. I, I thought we were blue. Do you know which ones all of them represent? <laughs> <laughs> Trivia master has not got all the facts it, and information for us. Sorry, right. Andy and I looked at each other <laughs> when you asked that question. We went, we're not saying anything. Question two. In the Tokyo Olympics, what did a press protester do to get arrested at the torch relay? Um, 
I didn't watch it. I, I think he must have. He probably did something mundane that like wasn't that bad. So I want to say he touched the torch when he wasn't meant to, or something like that. Did he? Did he enter like you know how they they they, they walk in the torch to the to the fucking the big torch, the thing that they light up. I don't know what they call it, but did he just interfere in cauldron? Did he just interfere in that? Like get in, get in walking. Like, didn't get, even get close to the walker. He was just in that walkway sort of thing and then got tackled. Is that what happened? Not bad answers. But no, they're arrested because they squirted the torch with a water pistol from the crowd. Like that's, I said, that's something that's mundane. Good. No, that's actually kind of severe because of the way that they light yeah, the torch. Lit out. They designed it so even like a water gun or a slight breeze can't put it I out. Know. <laughs> What's question three, mister? Okay, so this one is which you can get... Oh two no. points for. Okay. <laughs> if you can speak two languages and one of them's dead. I'm going to guess one's Latin. So, okay. What is the Olympics motto? Now, I will give one point for English and then one no. point for Latin. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, it, it's get good scrub. Win gold. <laughs> think, and this is going to sound insane, think daft punk. Do you say dark punk or daft punk? All around the world? That's not crazy. No, not quite. So the motto is faster, higher, stronger. Is oh, it? fuck. I was one song. I was the wrong oh, okay. song. Fair. Does anyone want to have a crack in no, Latin? I didn't do Latin. Sitius, Altius, Fortius. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm liking this I, trivia. I wish game. you'd have picked a better no, topic. Why not pick an NRL topic? I actually think this is more at. fair because it means that Andy has less of his knowledge in it and I actually have a chance of winning something. So I'm all for it, Jack. There's bullshit. Oh, and because if I did NRL, this is the conversation that would happen. You know, this isn't an NRL show. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. So That's I didn't fair. pick NRL. <laughs> I picked <laughs> as far away as I could. What prize did the Olympic champions win traditionally? Gold medal. So ancient um, Greece style. Oh, they won. Was it livestock? Was it riches? Like money? No, no for neither. Livestock's not crazy, but th- think worse. It's a heaps worse prize. The honor of fighting for your nation in some war that was useless. Not being able to wrestle with sweaty naked men for a while. Um, no, they got given an olive leaf crown. Oh, I should have thought that because they have. Yeah, yeah no. Now that you mentioned that, it actually makes a lot good. of sense. It does make. And you see them with yeah. the fucking crowns on their head. Yeah, no, we're dumb. Next. Also, I'm terrible at trivia. <laughs> no, no. Let's do a quick score update for <laughs> listeners at home. The scores are still locked at one nil. <laughs> okay. How many times have the Olympics been cancelled or postponed? At least four times. Andy? Give me a minute. I'm trying to think here. I want to say three. Scores 2-0. Let's Fuck. go. Yeah, because four the war, times. I'm pretty yeah, sure. The, 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 the war, I thought it was the... Well, no, World, World War Two didn't stop it. No, they didn't have one they in World did. War II, didn't they? Oh, okay. Because I knew they had one in Berlin. Yeah, that one was technically... I don't think they classified oh, that okay. as official um, due to most countries pulling out. So COVID was the most recent one. You had the World Wars. And then I think it was like the 1917 Spanish flu was the other one. Let's go. I can't believe I got that. Question. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's doubled <laughs> his points. You're the Blake Laurie of trivia. I'm a master. Doubled Let's your points go. this year. Okay, now look. If you two dickheads yep. don't get this one, I'm never doing. I might get this again. wrong on purpose, but let's let's try. Who won the gold medal? No, I'm kidding. Which country has won the most gold medals or the most medals overall? <sighs> the US. Yeah, USA. Yeah, correct. I got a hey, point. Andy, I love you. <laughs> so I'm so proud I'm, of you. I'm not on a donut. <laughs> He's up. He's up one. Tell you what, Andy, you keep this up, Renee might let you sleep inside again. <laughs> nah, that's not happening anytime soon. All right, I need you to look at the screen, boys. Okay. I need you to tell me why this legend is a legend. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because everyone <laughs> had crashed. <laughs> he picked up the scraps and a big crash no, in one goal. You only did half the story. Say he did his it name. twice. He oh, did twice. it in the qualifying rounds. That's right. The and qualifying the finals. And the final. <laughs> Stephen Bradbury, What's the best his name? Man in Our hero. Yep. And what does he do every time the Olympics are? And he has the best commentary job in the world. <laughs> okay. Points all around. Points all around. Which city is hosting the 2032 games? Oh, oh. Is that Brisbane? No. Is that not multiple cities or countries, Mr. Wallace? Is that not the is that not Canada, the US and Mexico? No. No, it's Brisbane. When is the US, Canada and Mexico one? Is that 2036? Oh. I think that's the next one, isn't it? 2032 is the Damn one it. after next, yeah. Okay. Now, here's where Andy can win, because this is the last question. But there are four answers, so four points. In 2021, four new sports were added to oh. the Olympic Games. Oh, what are they? One One's skating. Cricket. Uh, is it skating? Yes. One for Josh. Um, it was rock cricket, climbing yeah. is another one. Nope. Yep, that's another for Josh. Um, um, I can't think of the other two. Um. Andy, you can clutch this. I can't because I have n- I didn't watch it. I can't win now, so I don't care. Um, I'm just trying to think because I'm pretty sure none of them were aquatic either. I think they're all athletic. One's aquatic. One's aquatic. Is it water polo? No, wasn't that already in there? Oh, nah, it's been there forever. Yeah, I got nothing. Hey. Karate? Really? Yes, yeah, because judo and taekwondo have been in there for ages. Karate got added okay. in the most recent games. And the next one was surfing. It was too. Dude, like, I mean, surfing should have been a l- in it quite a long time ago, but I'm kind of glad they incorporated into it. However, the rock climbing one and the BMX one were so good to watch. They really brought competition with that. Skateboarding was great because it was a bunch of 17-year-olds doing it too. Yeah, man. kids. They're, they're talented as hell. I mean, who needs the X Games? You can go to the Olympics for it. Now, I love a challenge, and I know you gentlemen love a challenge. Okay. So, Andy, mm-hmm. if you can go put on 14 T-shirts, I'll let you win. But you have to wear them for the rest of the show. Why 14? Because when I did this trivia for work, the record was 13 <laughs> shirts. But it was this really small girl who was dating a bodybuilder, so she kind of cheated. <laughs> and I know he can't fit in 14 t-shirts. I just want to see him try. I can't be asked. So Let's go! So Josh wins. Congratulations, Josh. 
you will receive the ceremonial olive crown. <laughs> I make next time I I'll see wear you. it for the next podcast. <laughs> so that, that's my trivia. I thought it'd be a fun little game. That was I liked that. I'm I'm happy to do a couple of trivia. Maybe not. We'll do maybe five maybe pick questions. Something that's not. Something we're gonna know. Something no. We're gonna know not I Olympics. reckon. I. L- like a little next rotating week. roster. Yep. So next week we'll be doing the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> oh, fuck no, off. I haven't even made it. Yet. Even less knowledge. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find another one. I'll find another one. But I, I think it's a fun thing we can add. In. Oh, definitely. I actually really enjoyed that. All right. Well, I got one that we could do for later on this year. I've already got an idea because I know I'll win it. <laughs> WWE trivia. Uh, no, actually, it wasn't. But we could oh, do shit, that as well. I'm still so win fucked. that. <laughs> we'll make we'll make fucking Renee. At least I know I'll be Jack. That's all that matters. As long as one of the questions is who eats corn the long way, I know that answer. It's Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg <laughs> eats corn the long way. <laughs> there was a sign in like 1998 in the crowd. Is Goldberg eats corn the long way, and it's at the it's front such a row. weird insult too. Like imagine someone telling you that. Why are you eating corn downwards? It's, what what is the long way? <laughs> is it like this, like microphone style? Um, no, no. So instead of like playing the harmonica, it's like you're dragging your teeth down a chalkboard instead. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> Let's talk about some motorsport for a couple of minutes. I uh again, just a quick little update for the rev heads out there. Andy, I don't think you're you're aware of this at the moment. Can you guess where Shane Van Gisbergen is on the ladder? Not first. Not first. He's not first. It's been a very long time since he's not been first. Brody Kostecki. Yeah, but he would have been first if they hadn't disqualified him from round one. Yeah, but they did. So Brody Kostecki's in first, Chas Mostert's in second, Gizzy's in third, Heimgartner is in fourth. That's not going to last for very long. Will Brown's yeah, that's not going to last long. <laughs> Will Brown's in fifth, Cam Waters in sixth, Brock Feeney, David Reynolds, Jack Lecoq, and Bryce Fullwood are your top ten. Jack Lecoq. Oh, sorry, Jack LeBrock. What? No, nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. I, I didn't hear a single thing wrong with that. That's funny. <laughs> Wait, where, where, where's the worst thing to happen to the VA Supercars? Where's Macaulay Jones? Um, not last. <laughs> He's um twentieth. On how many points has he got? Hold on, two hundred eight. And Jack Smith is behind him. Behind them's Declan Fraser, Cameron Hill, James Courtney because he keeps crashing, and Nick Perkat because he keeps crashing. So, yeah, Supercars is great. I still haven't watched the Australian round yet. I know I said I would, but I'm, I'm watching it soon. So, we'll come back to you in a couple months about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, we just dropped the segment from the show and I just stopped watching the sport. <laughs> <laughs> Either or. Either or. Do you gentlemen have any sports things to talk about before we rip into the footy? I have a question. I've literally written this question down. Yep. Which club in the modern game... This year is the grubbiest club. Who do you think the grub club is this year? Um, I've got two, and I don't like the fact that I'm going to say one of them. So the dragons is one. Dragons of them. is one of them. Yeah, <laughs> we are incredibly grubby this year. Uh, Panthers. Panthers. Panthers are so fucking grubby this year. 
They're cocky and grubby. Those are the two worst combinations. Well, Kenty and Buzz, I'm going to say St. George because I'm both an Astor and I can't agree with anything you I do. also St. George. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's fair. You did too. You did too. Look, I also think St. George takes the cake for the grubbiest team this year. Well, you've got to moan on the field these days. Look, he's definitely one of the grubbiest off the field. He's pretty clean on the field, so figure that but out. But you're looking like, I oh know, our players, especially when it comes in with our middle pack, their defense at the moment is grubby as hell, and we got to start fucking doing these lazy arms that are clipping the heads because it's costing us hard. Six. Six hell. head highs in the St. George game, USA. None of them were bad. Like, no one got HIA'd because any of them. But it pretty much helped cost us the game. It was some of the laziest arms stuck out. Like, you know, you see the left arm hook, wrap around, and bang. What We've got penalties, can't go against us. We've got try scored against us because of it. It was just a momentum thing, and we lost all ours. Did they show Hook coming into the dressing rooms at halftime on the broadcast? Because I didn't watch it. I'm curious. Weirdly enough, Hook was actually very happy with the overall performance. So you're saying he didn't bring out the laptop? No. No, I don't think there was a laptop chat this weekend. I think it was laptop free. I think Benny Hunt's been half beaten to death with a laptop in the car park. I after his that, Yeah, I was about up. to say, like for someone that for the majority of the game was the pinnacle player. He was making the plays. He was doing the wraparound play. Like, he even watched him when we were getting uh, close to get, I think it was in the second half when he did the wraparound play with Bird. Like, he was controlling everything. And unfortunately, just the last minute when we had the ball, he dropped it. We don't know if we're going to get a try off that. Who knows where the momentum was going to take us. But I can't say we can blame him for the entire game just because he failed that not very great pass to begin with. I think you can blame your defense for the loss of I think we can blame everyone's defense. That game it was clearly not priority. I kept I kept checking the score and every time I just seen like, "Oh, the Dragons are up sick. Let's get another try." And it's tied again. We should have scored maybe how many how many tries do you reckon in the first half we should have scored without those uh fumbly hands? 3 or 4 more? Well, we had Two taken off us, directly taken off us, and then probably another two on top. So, yeah, I'm going to say another four yeah. more. So, we were, lost four tries in the first half. It was a very, very exciting game. It was. Football. It was a fantastic game to watch. And, like, it really I kept mean, me on the edge of my seat for the majority of it. I had a great time. Um, we had a few players who played quite well. So, like, Benny Hunt had one of the best 77 minutes of footy I've ever seen. And even though he made a mistake, not that big of a deal. They happened. Reddit, though, on the other hand, everyone with a Brisbane Broncos flair was like, yep, seen that before. <laughs> they, were, they were very hurt still <laughs> um, from seven years ago. I made a very I funny a good meme time. about I, Yeah? What have you got? I'll show, I'll show you oh, after yeah. the podcast. I did make a very funny yeah. meme specifically about Ben Hunt's grand final moment. The moment of all moments in the grand final. Something he will not get to live down, unfortunately. It was shades of that yesterday. No, a little bit. Look, I'm still happy with the performance. And he actually, you know what? This to me, I my brother, I watched it with my brother yesterday. And he was doing his best to rile me up. And at the end, Lukey was like, 
why are you so happy? It's like, well, we played really well, but we lost, which means Hook's still getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, the boys are on, but we didn't win. It's fantastic. It's like season not looking horrific overall. Coaching looking good. Idea there is a piece of news and a serious piece of news I do want to talk about where Ben Hunt essentially went, um, hey, if you fire the coach, it's going to put us back like five or six years. And in my eyes, I'm like, fantastic. We were heaps better back then. And secondly, they were like, would you leave if Hook leaves? He's like, look, I'm not saying I'm leaving if he leaves, but anything could happen. Which means he's leaving if Yeah, Hook he's leaves. very much been a yeah. one of the most outspoken supporters of Hook. Um, it's even you know mentioned by the commentators uh, that they're saying he is their pinnacle rock to kind of push hook and act as like a beacon for the team. And I think by having your captain stick by your coach, it will give the team a morale boost for sure. And I think that he's taken the right stance in doing what he's doing. Even if I don't support hook myself for the future of the club and for the cohesion of the team, he's got to stick by what he's saying at the moment. That's fair. That's actually very well said, Josh. <laughs> very well said. He, meanwhile, in Jack he- Jack's head, he's just like, fire hook, fire <laughs> hook, fire hook, fire hook. Just fire him. Oh, dude, hey, I you see that guy named Hook? A good you should sports. fire him. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I went, fire, fire Norman. Fire Dufty. Honestly, Dufty did nothing clean wrong. Him out. Dufty did nothing. Bring back the that Steelers. That was the problem. Yeah, exactly. He didn't do anything he wrong. ran like a beast, but let me tell you, if someone ran at him that was over six foot, they were getting a try. What do you mean six foot? Over five foot? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, they were. Um, we need to talk about... I mean, Andy, just give us a quick wrap-up on Thursday's game, mate. I didn't watch it. I made the right call, didn't watch it, so let's move on. <laughs> um, bad news for the Bulldogs, your season is over. Rabbits destroyed them. It, it was just like without the Fox, the Bulldogs fell apart. They did yeah. not have that really strong attack out in the wing. Like, and it's very unfortunate so early in the game for him being taken out because it really kind of puts a muzzle on the Bulldogs. No pun intended. How do you do for your super coach, Andy? One point. <laughs> and it does. Look, the doggies have shown brilliance when their key players are all there. And I think it's revealed their big weakness. They are built on the back of Burton being able to connect to his winger with Kikau also feeding the ball that way. So without that, they were missing a key piece. They were still really good players throughout that game. But yeah, they've had the dreaded 50 scored on them. That's the curse. They're not going to win this year. That's a shame. But... I think they knew they weren't going to win this year. Yeah, you, you can't look at the doggies and be like, yeah, this is a premiership threat. You could say they're, they're a top eight threat, but they're not a premiership threat. Not until they get that seven sorted. Rabbits, however, have showcased get fucked. once again why kicked out of the they are such a scary team because Trell and Cameron Murray out on that fight, we're, we're out on the right. Or no, when they attacked the left as well. Like, it doesn't matter what side they were on at that point. They were just managing to get the ball through. And it was incredible. Watching Trell get a, a hat trick. And who was the other fellow that kept scoring from Rabbits too? Um, Cody, Walkover, Cody Walker went over a couple Walker of times. Walker played fantastically as well. 
Can I just can I just point out that you're you're raving about the rabbits? Yeah. However, however, you're taking it. You're not taking into the fact this was Trail's 150th game. That is the only reason. But it shows when he does do things. How oh dangerous he can be. Yeah, when God. he's on, he's but on. The moment he gets anyone in his head, so he's do, he just starts being a grub, and he's probably the most he's probably the most grubbiest on an NRL field these days. Him and I Cody agree. Walker together are a double grub. Hot take. I think him being a grub makes him a better player. I don't think it. I think it makes him a worse player, and it shows when they start the grub. That's when the Rabbitohs lose. If they don't grub, they win. Yeah, I I have to keep more. No, if you keep games. an eye on it, the more oh, okay. trail gets, the more they're getting beat, or the more they get the fifty fifty calls go against them. The more grubbier trail gets, the more grubbier Cody gets. The more they lose. I'll be keeping an eye out for that. Okay. Cody, in my mind, is the bigger the biggest swing point there because there is that. The well-known belief that as soon as Cody Walker sees red, he plays like a centre and stops playmaking. So that's where I really think the swing is. Like, yeah, Littrell gets up in people's faces and does that. But it's when, in my eyes, it's when Cody gets the red mist, as they call it. That's when they really suffer because he loses his ability to play the ball to his edges. He just plays it through the centre and gets angry and makes mistakes. But... I still agree more with Andy on that point. Let's move on to some yep. other games. We saw we saw the Panthers destroy the Seagulls. We saw the Dolphins smoke the Cowboys. Can we just point out for that oh, Panthers game, Tommy Turbo came in with back spasms, had a really bad first opening half. Yes. Got a needle at halftime, played okay in the second half, so Tommy has injury cloud again. Oh, that could really take a real heavy mark. And it, it shows that... If Tommy's under an injury cloud, doesn't matter how much they're trying to not play with Tommy this year, he's such an X factor for that team. And building on top of that, he went on, He had injuries and, and travel throughout the game. Ruben Garrick didn't get to play the end of the first half and the rest of the second half. So they lost both their strike back players in for that round. And it showed. Panthers destroyed him. We do have... A big one to talk about. So this is like the highlight, I guess, of the NRL weekend, which was the Broncos Raiders. The game, heaps of fun. What we need to talk about, and I want both your opinions on this, is Marnie Tapau kneeing Rappiner in the head when Rappiner's caught a ball and fallen into his knee. I don't think anyone's to blame here. It caused a massive gash through Rappiner's head. He ended up having to be medicabbed off the field. But then... A very big decision was made. The NRL ruled that it was a, what was it, Andy, reckless? It was a careless tackle. He didn't make an attempt to break out of. Therefore, it was a penalty Raiders. And I know it was careless because that referee said careless to uh, Adam Reynolds three separate times. It was like, it was careless. It's careless. It's a careless tackle. He has to be penalized. It's out of my hands. Sort of thing. Like, now I get the whole idea of it being a careless tackle, but if you actually watch it and you slow it down, which I don't like, you can see that Rapner was falling, and it's just unfortunate that it happened. I wouldn't say it was careless; I'd say it's accidental. And in that mind, unfortunately for the Raiders, it's knock on play on because Broncos technically go over and score. Because no charge was no charge was laid down by the match review committee. He was put on report, which is why the penalty was given. If you want to put it on report, that's fine. But I don't think it was a penalty. So, 
What are your takes, Joshy? Hot take for me is that I kind of agree with the ref. While it might not have been entirely careless because of consequences and actions that have resulted in him attempting, like, you know, the Ram, uh, Canberra to grab the ball, and now he's still slid in. And it's such an unfortunate position, but there is contact with the head, and that you can't just start playing the, we can do this sometimes, but not others. It has to be a bit more black and white. And I think in this situation, it was a little bit careless. Like, it doesn't matter if he... But where where's he fucking meant to go? Like, where's he meant to go? He, he'd already picked the line, and Rafner is the one who ducks his head into the contact with the knee. Both completely accidental. But Tapao had nowhere to go. How is that a penalty when... If it's a penalty, he should have had somewhere to go and chose to do it, I feel. You can't penalise someone for being in the wrong place at the wrong time. You really can't. You both make good points. And you both you both make good points. And those are the two most common responses to this. There is the, yes, it was an accident. No one is saying this was on purpose. But that, you know, there was nowhere to go. It's an accident. Then you had the others going, you know what? There was maybe carelessness and it was head contact. I actually take a different stance from both of you that I think the call would have made everybody happy. Yes, it was an accident, contact with the head, but there was also nowhere you could have gone. It should have been, okay, well, he didn't actually lose possession to his need, so no one's in trouble, someone else play the ball, and we go but from But you here. can't take Just that, get though, up, unfortunately, because it. of the way that the rest of the play had occurred, if no penalty was going to be awarded, it would have been a try. No, because if you call the play the moment no, 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 as he the catch, it. He, ca- he catches it, gets an aid, drops the ball, call the po- play dead from the moment the ball's dropped. So you're like, all right, no, there's been an incident. Just play, pick up and play the ball and just play on. So I think if the rep just – because you do have that yeah, discretion he wasn't as a referee. You can be like, no. Think about all the times that people pass the ball out of the ruck and the rest like, no, go back and play the ball. Like you, you passed it after you've been tackled. You know what I mean? Shit like that. I think I think a little bit of decri- yeah, discretion and common sense should have come into play. I don't think it was a penalty. I, I, I think it's a really... Yeah, I don't think it should have been a penalty. I, I think if you really want to put it on report and, and send it to the match review committee, go nuts. Put it on report. But let's play the ball and let's just play on. Yeah, and it had it would have had to have been someone else play the ball because Rapiner was... Well, he, had to, he got carded off. off and he, he had to be driven like he from the field. He was. He did. Yeah, he thought he was back in Canberra. He didn't realise no. he was in Brisbane. <laughs> Yeah, it was a massive head knock. And that's what I would have liked to have seen because the second this incident happened and the game ended, it happened in the last couple of minutes, I instantly went, well, let's see what everyone's saying online about this. Nothing nice. (laughs) Nothing nice was said online about this. You had a lot of Broncos people who essentially went, we've been cheated out of a win. You had a lot of Raiders fans essentially being like, that was attempted murder, he should be charged. Then you had one or two people in the middle of like, why couldn't someone else have just played the ball and like gone, okay, move on. But that, as you can tell, very contentious issue this weekend in the sport. Be interesting to see what comes out in the next few days about it moving forward. I'm glad he wasn't charged with anything because he, nah, he didn't deserve, deserve it. That. But look, that's my take on it. Um, I want to talk about the Knights Warriors. Fantastic game. I was so surprised, like, how highly contentious it ended up being, especially with Warriors. Like, they were not looking like... they. I mean, they needed a, 
a miracle from the week before what they did against the Sharks by halftime. Knights clearly showed that they were the dominant force in the first half. However, Sean Johnson just, he brought them back. It, you know, their play started connecting. Warriors started coming through. They had a little bit more fight in them. And Knights looked like they weren't able to answer any of the points. You know, up until they ended up scoring again. But it was a lot tighter of a game, especially in the second half, than I think what people were expecting. Yeah, I look, I agree, mate. It was a fantastic watch. I'm a little bit disappointed because the score doesn't do the contest no. justice. 34-24 looks like, okay, the Knights were better all over. Absolutely not. You're so right. First half, Knights absolutely. Second half, Warriors on the comeback. And if the Knights didn't go over to seal the victory at the end, the scoreline would have represented what a tussle it was. I'd like to point out that the Knights didn't have Kalen Ponga there at all. He was in the coach's box. Kalen's due back in round eight. So, so this was... Oh, shit. Yep. So this was done with Phoenix Crossland in the 5-8. Phoenix Crossland at 5-8 is the reason I tipped the, the Warriors. Five minutes before kickoff. <laughs> I took the Knights. I feel great about myself right now. Yeah, well, I tipped the Knights because they were playing at home and they always shit the bed at home. So I was even more annoyed. I didn't even look at the lineups. I assumed KP would be there, but I'm like, well, they're at home. They never do good at home. And then it's like, I don't know, because like I got even ruined. seeing the coaches, you know, interview before the game, I, I know they have to put on that certain repertoire of being confident in their team and, you know, really going out there to gun up. But there was a modicum of, Extra confidence that's just going from like, no, nah, we have the desire for this one. And I think Knights truly, like as tacky and corny as it sounds, they wanted it more. And they really showed that by trying to act as a cohesive unit. And the plays they were making, they just ran around Warriors at the start. It was fantastic. I, uh, this might sound weird. But I get really bad vibes from Adam O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about his demeanor and how he speaks. He he doesn't he doesn't give me good vibes. I'm gonna leave it there. But yeah, and like nothing weird. He just seems a bit crazy. <laughs> like that's all. Like like not sus, but he definitely seems like he's got like a, a screw or two loose in the brain. <laughs> but okay. So in saying that, then we've covered all those games. What we've got one starting right now. Yep. Now. Tigers versus Eels. Well, obviously we we're all thinking Eels here. Oh, duh. <laughs> Tigers don't look like this round has hurt me so bad that this whole show I've been recording, I have literally swapped my tip three times because I just don't know what's going to happen anymore. I've gone Eels, but I don't know. Like, this round has seriously just gone like, I don't even know why I bother fucking picking <laughs> anymore. I'm just going to pick every home game. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter anymore. Like, <laughs> here's the one thing we <laughs> have on our side because we've all gone Eagles, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Brooks is starting a seven for the Tigers. So I think this is an easy. This is oh, a fantastic. walk in the park for the Eagles. It was by 60. <laughs> Absolute easy. I can but rest did, assured. But didn't the Tigers, the Tigers beat them last year, didn't they? They did. But Jackson Hastings was starting seven, I want to say. He was, yeah, field goal. Yep. Uh, did you see the news from Tim Sheens, actually? Speaking of the Tigers and Luke Brooks? No. It, Tim Sheens has come out and said all the online abuse towards Luke Brooks has been outright bullying. And I feel ashamed because how dare Some he call me a bully? What we say is a lot worse. We did bully him a little bit. No, look. 
No, I don't think we did because all of us at the start was like, "Look, we don't hate this dude. We th- we this is purely a football conversation and set our piece." However, when you and this is mainly about like Instagram comments. NRL Instagram is really really brutal, and Fox Footy needs to hold a lot of responsibility as the largest media outlet that the NRL is covered in. Remember a couple of years ago when Corey Norman ended our season by throwing a yeah. full pass. Yep. Fox Footy released as the cover photo for their article all individual screen caps of people saying hateful things and used that as their image for the story of the Dragon season ending. And there were some really, really hateful things said in there. So while there's a difference between critiquing someone's performance and how the team is going versus attacking them and saying things, we've seen... Mitch Moses have to have security walking to and from the stadium before. And that was recently because threats were made against him and his family. While it is easy to look at this headline and be like, oh, you know, you just you just can't cop it. You can't ca- catch a bit of criticism. I think it's not really directed at shows like us and like Bloke and like all these other people who sit down and talk about their love of the sport and go, you really need to adjust this person because we don't think they fit your lineup versus people going, if I see Luke Brooks at the pub, I'm going to kill him post. That's where I think it's directed. Why would you make those comments online? Like, it, it Jaded just... fans. He's from the West. <sighs> like, Western at Campbelltown, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But still, like, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't like, make sense. I'd accept it from... I'd accept those comments from Queenslanders because the heat melts their brain and they just don't have the cognition to be sensible. But... From New South Welshmen. Now nah, we're not any better. We're just shitheads yeah, too. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know what you expect from us, especially we go up Penrith way. We got more fingers than teeth out there, man. Of course they're about to fight. Let's leave the NRL there, gentlemen, because I have a question for each okay. of you. It's more trivial. What's the best sport video game ever? Best sport and video why? game ever. WWE SmackDown versus Raw 2006. That's a good one. That's a That's really good contention. Good one. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> That's a good answer. In what context do you say best sport game ever, Jack? Because I've got three. That's fair enough. So let me read the question again, and I'll actually read you what I wrote. What's your favorite sport game ever? <laughs> WWE SmackDown versus Raw 2006. That's the only choice. I'm going to go left field and say the management of rugby league life for was some of the best fun I've ever had building a rugby league club and just simming and seeing what I can do same as NBA 2k23 I like building a club and seeing where it goes you just like being a manager I really like being a manager I'm pretty successful at it on the video (laughs) games you'd be a manager but a terrible coach bro (laughs) you'd be a good manager I wouldn't let you talk to any of the players but I'd let you what's yours Jack what's what's the favorite Oh, I didn't think of an answer for me. I didn't think this was going to throw back my way. Look, I like Forza Horizon. I like racing games, but I don't like sim racing. So that's one of my favorite. Or NHL. The NHL games are the best pick-up and play sports games ever because they have a setting where it goes, hey, do you want to use the controls from the N64 where you just need to press the shoot button and the pass button and that's it. And you can go on and win the Stanley Cup 
by using one stick and one button the whole season. As you can tell, I'm very bad at video games. So I only like the easy ones. I'm so proud of you for winning, Jack. I knew you could do it. I did, yep. Colorado, trophy in the air. That's my Stanley Cup. <laughs> I think that's a perfect analogy to wrap up as well. Jack can be the winner of today. No, Josh, you're the winner. You won trivia. Yeah, I don't remind <laughs> Don't worry, Andy. You can get All we can time. say is everybody has won today except so for Which Andy. means we're all winners. And the Roosters. The world is healing. The world is right. <laughs> Everything's getting better. Trump's going to jail. Labor's in power. Andy loses. What more could you want? Follow us on social media. We're at Bums on the Bench everywhere. Can the man who will fuck anything say goodbye? Eddie's talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>